Yeah, I think I, there are definitely like if you're lying to yourself if you if you don't think that you could end up in a Saw movie. Yeah, you've done some fucked up shit. Uh, just because nobody saw it doesn't mean that Jigsaw didn't see it. Punch. Punch. Pete, I've been drinking. Have you? Uh, yes. If by drinking, I mean watching Saw movies. <laughs> That is not the same thing. Uh, you told me that you actually watched a Saw movie this week. Like, that was your the thing that you did. That, that day. was my day. So I've had this week off. Uh, I was very much looking forward to it. I was told recently, like, hey, this is because you work at an actual place, the real job with bosses and structure, and people tell you, hey, you have to do these things. Uh, you have vacation that you have you, you're it. going to lose if you do not take. So, um, my past job, I would just kind of come and go as I pleased during the summer. And if shit was going on, hockey-wise, I'd really bust my ass. And if nothing was going on, I was like, nothing's going on. Like, I I was sitting on a fucking rock with you uh, in yes. Feidelberg in Newport. And Feidelberg was like, you guys should stay another day. We are like, fuck yeah, I'll stay another day. And then as that happened, I got a text from uh, my boss, Rob Bradford, who was like, are you anywhere near anything right now? And I was like, nah, B. Um, <laughs> I'm just, like, I just jumped off a rock. And he was like, you... You should do some work. You have to, like, do something. <laughs> um, which, to be fair, I was busting my ass that week, I, Bradford. I was That was the week of uh, fucking uh, VC stuff. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. I was all up on that shit when I needed to be. One of those 70 weeks of VC stuff that didn't need to happen. Yes, uh... I liked when, who are we dogging uh, about VC stuff? Oh, Gordon Hayward. Yeah. A lot of, like, even Jimmy VC is... (laughs) I bet that that was a a Blackburn um, theorem thing. I bet, like, everybody tweeted that, and people were like, huh. And I bet you tweeted it, and it got, like, 6,000 retweets. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, I... I'm kind of uh, in the same position where it's like I'm not I'm not doing just, a lot these yeah. days. That's uh, it's not a great feeling. I, if, it's not. I think that we that we're cut from the same cloth. Where if we don't feel that we're being productive yeah. in any way, like a lot of times, I'll think like I won't be being productive. I'll just be sitting on my fucking computer, like playing around with Logic and like doing shitty music stuff. But in my mind, I'm like I'm putting in work right okay. now. I am hustling. There's I'm an on end my goal. Grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so for like the past two years, I've just been grinding like nonstop outside of the summer. I've usually do my do pretty well for my social life in the summer, uh, but been grinding like nonstop for the past couple of years. And I just daydream about like not having anything to do for for a while. I haven't had anything to do for this entire summer. And, and now, like one day into it, I'm sure you were yeah, like, and now me. I'm coming. Now I'm getting to the point where I'm like real frustrated, where it's like I want to start working again, um, but. We talked about it at, like right after the layoff. It was like, what's the ideal time to get back into yeah. it? You said mid September, mm-hmm. and we're approaching that and still unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, did you think that you were going to be able to detach from shit easily? Because I know that like the beat writers and everybody would always talk about it's very, very hard, even if like you have a day off during the season. It's impossible to look away from stuff because we are so fucking competitive about stuff that no one else cares about. Behind, yeah. That you're, yeah, that you're like, if I miss one day, I remember um, my first few. So initially, after I interned at EI, I was hired to do football stuff, and um, 
the big thing that they would have me do was the NFL draft, and they would send me to the combine every year. And when like when I was a senior in college, I went to the combine. It was fucking like I thought it was the coolest shit in the world. And then the next year was my first year on the Bruins beat, and they were like, "Hey, you're gonna go to the combine again." And I was like, "Sweet, I fucking love it." And when I came back, missing like two weeks in the middle of the hockey season. I was like, That's I might lot. as well just fucking quit my job I because I like I haven't been here. I've any store like I'm not gonna go. One thing I never fucking read the clips. That's the thing that you're supposed to do. You're supposed to read the clips. They send out the clips every day so you can see everything that everybody wrote. Yeah. I would never read anything that anybody else wrote because I didn't want to to like subconsciously steal ideas or whatever. It was super super hard to like unplug and actually yeah. not do anything i've basically i mean i from the very beginning was like all right i'm gonna take the summer and i'm gonna fucking enjoy myself mm. uh and i'm just gonna go for it it's it's a lot easier to do that uh in the off season when it's just like signings and the draft i even kind of like stuck around for the draft a little bit um but like the signings and stuff i've been completely off the grid and i don't think anybody's expecting anything from me yeah so it's nice uh but if like if if i would was unemployed in the middle of the season which i honestly might be at this point uh <laughs> uh i would still be like doing the nightly stuff like, right, you'd is, be, I'm still I mean, gonna pay attention. I still like this right, shit. Like I still you, like covering it. So you were doing. I know that you were probably doing it so you could get a job, but you were doing that anyway before yeah, right. that. Before like people were fucking paying you to do that shit. Right. It's just like you like to do that, and that's how you watch hockey games. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, shit, man. Well, that's a doozy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't expect to start the episode that way. Um, yeah. Uh, but I uh, so this was this is one of my weeks off. I'm taking this week off, and then like in two more weeks, I'm taking another week off because I uh, started in October last year, and they were like, "Yo, take two weeks before October." So I'm doing. I took this week off and have done literally nothing with it. And uh, in a couple weeks, we're gonna we have we're actually we've got some stuff cooking. So I'm taking that week off. But uh, Tuesday, I just slept a lot and uh on hulu they have all the saw movies and because i'd watched saw recently it was like hey aren't you gonna watch saw six and i was like no i've actually already seen it and then i was like wait a second i think i haven't seen saw six so i started to watch it realized i have seen it so i watched that thing you do and then i watched the rest of saw six and that was my tuesday because i woke up at like 2 30 didn't you start saw six and you're like oh yeah i've seen this this is terrible yeah Okay. And then I went back and watched it, and now what I've been doing is I've been doing a lot of Wikipedia-ing of past Saw movies to be like, wait, how did it get to the point where Hoffman was the bad guy? Um, how many Saw movies did you watch? Maybe three. I think I think I, I tried to watch the fourth one, and it was terrible, and I was like, okay, I'm done well, with Well, the thing series. was, after the first... So the first one w- is the one that's considered like a real like borderline action movie. Action's not the right word. It's like a thriller. It's a thriller, yeah. Yeah. Um, and like it was considered like a pretty good yeah. movie. Yeah. Did you know that the guy who plays the main dude uh, wrote the movie? Really? Yeah. The not kid, not the, or the the one that's not uh, Jerry from Liar Liar. Really? Yeah. Okay. You know that other guy's Jerry from Liar Liar? I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. He's okay. he's a little magoo. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so that guy, in, in watching uh, uh, other Saw movies now. I see that on the first one, it's like written by Lee, whatever his name is, like directed by Lee, whatever his name is. And the second one, it's like producer Lee, whatever his name is. And then the third one, it's like executive producer Lee, whatever his name is. I'm like, this dude (laughs) is trying to get as far away. away. It's like, dude, these are getting fucking horrible. I have nothing to do with these. But those, the first one, there's actually like 
ooh, who's the bad guy? Who's behind right. this? What's going on with that dead guy in the middle? Every Everything movie after is, is just like they just make murder a, porn, right? And they just make it's all the same. They make a um, like a uh, a fucking like haunted house, yeah. and and people have to go through it. And it's always like a bunch of people, and or one guy has to go through a thing and try to save people along the way. And I'm just not here for that. I li- I like the idea of just like two dudes who don't know each other figure having to figure out over the course of a movie what's going on. But at the end of the day. It's all fucking rubbish, <laughs> and that that is like hate watch as it gets. We could do, we could honestly do like a week uh, of Saw, yeah, like a week long Saw series. We could. What if we watched every fucking Saw movie and like had to talk about it after? That actually wouldn't be bad because those there's there'd be a lot of notes we could take. It's true. Um, the you know, there's another one coming out. Yep, it's like a Halloween one, right? They keep saying. So when I was in college, a new Saw movie would come out every Halloween. Yeah. I, like freshman year, I watched... That's how you, that's how you know it's going to be a piece of shit because they would they just literally put out that out every year, every Like it's a fucking year. Beatles album. Like it's a Call of Duty new like game. it's a Prince album. <laughs> yeah. Um, although Prince and the Beatles put out good stuff every year. Um, but yeah, the, they, those movies got so fucking bad. But I was thinking when I was watching it, like, it's fucking... It's really messed up, but uh, the people that were chosen to be victims of Saw... Did you ever like get mad when you found out? You're like, you can't, if they're gonna put a person in the the trap for that, then I'm, I'm in yeah, trouble. Right, yeah. yeah, there's been a few times where I'm like, that's where you're gonna torture this person over. Mm. One of the movies is entirely about a uh, the the guy, the main guy that they pick to be like the main victim is the CEO of a uh, insurance company. Yeah. So, like, politically, Jigsaw just disagrees with how insurance <laughs> companies operate. Like, he didn't like Obamacare or something okay. like that. And so we just had this guy fucking go through this thing. And then at the end, a guy, a kid whose dad died because he didn't have insurance gets to either let him go or pull a switch that's hydrofluoric acid uh, that goes into that guy's body. He pulled the switch. So the he? kid killed him. Of course. Yeah. And, and like now, the, now, like the next movie, that kid should be in it because he just killed a person. Yes, <laughs> that would be. Uh, did you ever see the movie The Box? Uh, no, that was a fucked up one. That was. Uh, this makes me sound like I watch horror movies and shit. <laughs> I don't. I'm a. As I've said, I'm a huge, huge p ussy word when it comes to that <laughs> stuff. But um, the box is based off of uh, a, uh, a Twilight Zone. Okay, where. A guy comes to the door and he says, uh, hey, if you press this button, uh, or it's the button, yeah. If you press this button, then you get, then two things happen. Someone you don't know dies and you get a million dollars. Oh, so it's yeah, that, you, told me, you told me this. We've gone through this Well, before. we're going through it for a second <laughs> time because now that I've gotten started, now I'm starting to remember it and I really want to just, uh, so then they get, they do it. And then the person takes the box away, and they say, well, what are you going to do with the box? And they say, we're going to give it to someone you don't, don't know. know. Yeah, so they made a move. They decided to make a full fucking yeah, length movie with James it. Marsden and, yeah. oh, well, fuck. <laughs> We've been through this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was thinking, I was like, you know what? Like, at certain fucking times in my life, I- I'd make a pretty fucking, like, prime jigsaw victim. <laughs> Yeah, I think I there are definitely like if you're lying to yourself if you if you don't think that you could end up in a saw movie. Yeah. You've done some fucked up shit. Uh just because nobody saw it 
Doesn't mean that Jigsaw didn't see it. What blows my mind is the people in that movie who fucking tempt fate. In the, I think it's the last one, uh, the main guy is a guy who lied about being a survivor of a Jigsaw trap. Oh, wow. Like, and he, like, he wrote a book and he went on all these talk shows and everything. Like, what the fuck do you think's going to happen? And he describes the trap that he was in. So that ends up being his last yeah, trap, <laughs> and he can't do it. And the thing, what is it? Uh, Did he his says, work for him. Yeah, he says he had to put uh, hooks into his uh, pectoral muscles and pull himself up on a thing because he researched it, and he found out that the that pecs are strong enough to like hold up an entire body. So the last, so like he basically told like Jigsaw, like, "Yo." This, do this. Is, this is how to fuck me up. Here's a, and he did it, and then the last thing he had to do, he had to pull up himself up to the top, and there were two, uh, there were uh, two plugs that he had to connect, and that would release his wife from uh, Bronze Bowl, which Bronze Bowl is a fucking fucked up thing. I don't know what that is. It's like they used to just put like people in this bowl <laughs> that was made of bronze and just light a fire around it. Oh, and you just cook in it. Okay. Really fucked up. So the guy, so the guy gets all the way to the top, and then, like as he's fully extended, pull, uh, holding the cables, he fucking falls off, and the girl dies. Yikes! What a fucking idiot. So yeah, uh, masterpieces. <laughs> that sucked. Why do we talk about that? That was just all me that brought that up. Um, what are you hot on? What am I hot on? Yeah. What does that mean? Th- that's what they say in the radio biz. They say anything you're uh, hot like on. I'm mad about. And no, like any, anything you want to hit on, anything you got to take on. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, uh, the the uh, the Twitter thing that happened this week was the big Twitter thing was uh, pick three of these companies that you Pete, would keep. The big Twitter thing was JJ Watt raising millions for Houston, but thanks for being insensitive. Uh, whatever, JJ Watt can just get me raise a bunch. Yeah, of, yeah he, he just raised a bunch of money. That is the, uh, like. Done now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I know. You, people cannot be mean to JJ Watt. He literally raised ten million dollars for the flood. So mm-hmm. good for him. Uh, proud of you, JJ. Uh, but all right. So the imagine if all it, if like what you needed to do to get people off your back was raise ten million dollars. That would suck. I wouldn't be able to get yeah, people off my back. No. <laughs> you you can't. Yeah, you, you, that's why you failed to this point. You don't have to tell me the dollars. No, see, like people aren't on my back the way they're on JJ Watt's back, though. I'm saying, like, if you like, if people were hounding you like as bad as they hounded JJ Watt, and the only way you can get out of it is raise ten million dollars. Like, imagine being like, "What will it take for you guys to leave me alone?" Like ten million dollars. Yeah, I'm but like, he's he doesn't. That's have to like give being the ten, at the beginning of a saw trap and being like, I'm, "I can't get out of it." Yeah, but he I doesn't know. have to give ten million dollars. He raised ten million. He's got to do the yeah, the PK Subban thing. That's yeah, that's what that's what's going to happen. Yeah, know, now is that people are going to say, "Hey, JJ Watt gave ten million dollars." I was hot it. on that. That was a lot of uh, there was a lot of like weird. We, we stuff. should get out ahead and ahead of this right now and as it's going he on. He raised. He didn't donate. JJ Watt didn't donate ten million dollars to yeah. help the flood. For all we know, JJ Watt didn't donate a fucking dime. <laughs> Asshole. I, no. He did for <laughs> sure. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the thing that on Twitter that everybody's talking about this week or some people were talking about on Twitter this week is you can only use three ever again pick. And here are the options. Facebook and Instagram, Uber and Lyft, penis, Starbucks, Netflix, Apple, Twitter, Amazon, Google, Walmart, and Chick-fil-A. Do you remember what I picked? No, I don't. Oh, fuck. I have to but- look it up. <laughs> I, that's one of those things where you're fucking lying. If you're, 
take or your answer isn't different every time you fucking yeah, answer probably. it. Yeah, But I can tell you right off the bat, there are some that I'll get rid of. Uh, I don't need Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Get the fuck out my, of here. Dude, my fucking friend knows how to make those sandwiches. I think I've been to Chick-fil-A like one time. Chick-fil-A is fucking delicious. It is good, but like I don't need it. Uh, Walmart can get the fuck out too. Starbucks can get the fuck out. Google if you have other people you don't need. Right. Starbucks can get out. Facebook and Instagram can get out too. I really think like Uber and Lyft can probably get out. I can use a cab. I mean, it's more difficult and annoying. Pete, you don't have a job. You can't afford it. F- you can't be spending on a cab instead of Uber. Yeah, but see, there are there are alternatives to like a bunch of these. Like Netflix, you could just get Hulu or something. But you know what? I'm going to... Uh, Netflix is for sure is going to be on... Hulu sucks. I got to get rid of Hulu. Why do I... I just keep watching some movies on it. That's the only thing... Uh, <laughs> Netflix and Apple are the two that I'm going to keep uh, for sure. And then for the third one, I don't need Twitter, even though it's been very kind to me. Uh, and horrible. Yeah, and horrible. Uh, I might be able to do without it. So it's like Amazon, Google, or Twitter. Uh, I'm going to pick... Amazon, you get shit. Yeah. I'm going to pick Amazon just because yeah. it's, uh, it's, you know, it saves you a hassle. Yeah. I Twitter think- gives you a hassle. Yes. I think that I picked uh, Instagram, uh, pick your ride sharing thing, and and Netflix. I want to say I think those are my three. I for sure could live in a Twitterless world. I actually uh, a fun thing I did for this week off. I took Twitter off my phone. Oh yeah, I was gonna just take the week off from Twitter, but then that would You'd be get sucked back in. Not even I would get sucked back in, but I just wouldn't want a thing where like. If I don't tweet in four days, I feel like nobody would notice. But if anybody did, I wouldn't want that to be like a like why'd you why'd you quit Twitter? Like why aren't you tweeting what's going on? Then you'd have to hear about it, and it's like I, just don't talk to me. <laughs> but I'm gonna get bugged about it less if I s- just stay on it, but lightly. So I'm I just only use it on my computer, and that's been quite nice. I uh, I'm still tweeting a lot because I'm always on my computer still, but. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't need Twitter. Instagram is really the only social media that I truly like. Really? Yeah. I don't particularly like Instagram. I think it's going downhill. I do not have Facebook anymore. Okay. And yeah, I, that, I wish that I could easily not have Facebook. Like, I forget that I have yeah. Facebook. I just kind of keep it because I just don't want to delete it. Yeah. Um, Instagram, do you like, do you go through Instagram? Uh, what do you mean? Like, do you go through your feed? Yeah. Okay. But I don't follow I don't I don't think I follow anybody. I don't go through my feed very often. Like I will log on to Instagram and I'll scroll through like three or four pictures yeah. of the most recent ones and then I'm like, yeah, I don't Oh yeah, no, I am for sure going to miss yeah. people. And, um, but like the thing about Instagram now is that the the non-linear timeline is yeah. like that shit's annoying and I don't I don't understand it anymore. I would for sure uh, keep going through the timeline if it was linear, I think. Yeah. Because it's easier to say, all right, this is how far I can go back and this is how much I've missed. But when it's non-linear, like some of the same shit shows up on the front of my feed like for a couple days at a time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I don't know what's new and what's not, so I don't even bother scrolling. Yeah, I and what I like about it is there's not the, uh, there's not like the demand that you participate 
you can right. just go like you can legitimately i think i don't even know when the last time i posted something on instagram was like sometimes i'll do things with my story last thing i did on instagram was 13 days ago okay and i'm still on it checking it every day i'll i'll Fucking yeah, there's no like take off no straws burning, in the brunch account. There's but. no burning pressure to post something on Instagram, right? And nobody notices right. if you go like like my friends could fucking block me, and I probably wouldn't notice them. I know. Uh, so he, uh, here's the thing that happened to me this week is I got that movie pass thing in the mail. Yes, we both signed up for that movie pass. Yes, thing. and we're learning a lot about it. Uh, yeah, kinda. It's more confusing than I thought. So. I don't know if anybody heard about this, but it, the movie pass thing is like ten bucks a month. You sign up for it. Uh, you can go to what, like ninety three percent of movie theaters in the country, Most or something them, yeah. like that. Like we just the- checked if it was if it was the two ones that we go to, <laughs> and they're both there. So we were yeah. like, all right, let's do it. Uh, so ten bucks a month, and you can go see a movie once a day. Uh, for a month, like one a day, and so that basically pays for itself in a single use. More like potentially more than pays for. Yeah. It. So uh, you you explained to me how this worked, and I think I explained it from like reading it fifth hand. And by the time it's gotten to you, it's definitely wrong. But it's basically like this company just basically uh, has a credit card, and when you buy it ticket it just puts it on a credit card and where it's making its money back is in points or some shit like that so our passes arrived uh and i haven't been home so i didn't see it but yours it's a debit card it's a debit card yeah and uh so the directions it says is uh download the app the movie pass app then you have to go to the theater use the app to check in and pick a movie in showtime then you purchase the ticket with the movie pass card at the kiosk so I'm just going to say it. This is how they get you. Yeah, they, they make it seem super easy, and then they give you, then they make it, you know what, they make it. What? They make, it's a, a huge whole, whole thing. thing. Whole it's like thing. the wholest thing. They've, to, to fucking get my CBA labor negotiations on, they, uh, they make whole thing. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say that I still have faith that it's easier than they than it seems oh yeah i'm gonna use it no matter what i mean it's it could be fucking like stealing from everybody i know and i'll just okay i I get to see the movie uh worst comes to worst i have to go to the movie theater uh a little bit early which i don't want to do i want to just walk into the movie theater go straight to the theater watch my movie and leave yeah like back in the day remember when you had to like show up early get a ticket and that was terrible but that was also back when we were dumb and we were probably going to see the movies like you call up your pal and you say like hey let's go to the movies okay 7 p.m let's do it like fucking idiots yeah i know uh so uh now worst case scenario i show up a little bit early have to use the card at the kiosk, and then I go down the street to Border Cafe, drink mm. myself a couple Lone Stars. Nice. And have uh, maybe like an app or something, and then go back to the movies. That's exciting. I had a movie experience this week. It was kind of zany. Uh, Sunday, so Sunday, we uh, that was the Game of Thrones finale. Yes. So uh, what did I do? I had my, my Sunday night was weird. I was up very late, and uh, I watched... Uh, like at the end of the night, it was like super, super late. I watched Insecure, and then I got up in the morning and watched uh, the Game of Thrones. Fell asleep during it. Came here, recorded that podcast, dead tired, and then I went home with the intention of going back to sleep because I was seriously operating on like one hour's sleep, and I couldn't sleep. 
So, and I had to do TV that night. So I was like, fuck, I need to get some fucking sleep somehow. I'm going to fucking fall apart. And I just couldn't sleep. So I was like, all right, well, I guess this day's taking place now. So I went to see The Hitman's Bodyguard on your recommendation against Randy's recommendation. Randy didn't... Oh, Randy's... That's Randy's competition. Yes. And uh, I... I think the first time in my life, I fell asleep in the movie theater. You fell asleep during Hitman's Bodyguard? I was like dozing off for like 25 minutes. And the great thing about the movie is I didn't fucking miss a beat. I still loved it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I was... uh I I feel like uh well the the reviews of that movie weren't wasn't very good. Uh, well, I liked it on my own accord because I saw it before the reviews, which is a nice. And because bonus. you fucking think for yourself, which exactly. we'll get to in a minute. Uh, yeah, I think for myself, and I liked that movie. It reminded me of Rush Hour. Um, you know, I yeah. gave, that, gave that little comparison. Do you agree with that? Uh, so I'd forgotten that you'd made that comparison, and now that you bring it up again, I say, yeah, that's fair. Okay. And uh, so the reviews said it wasn't that good, most of the reviews. My friend said that it, they thought that it was, it was pretty good. So, like, the, like normal people, I think, enjoy that movie. Yeah. I think it'll be like a TV movie. Remember, reviews said Secret Life Pets was good. That's true. Yeah. That movie was garbage. All right. Uh, what did you want to get on about? Uh, so... I'm hot and bothered about this shit. Uh, actually, well, you want to do reviews first, and then yeah, let's do we that. can. I can fucking scream. All right. So, uh, bad boys of butt stuff by Chicken and Waffles. Uh, hey, Pete and DJ, been listening to the podcast for a good eight months now, and just now writing a review. Sorry, not sorry. Anyway, I just want to say I love the podcast and you guys. And question for DJ: Who do you think is the hottest Chris of Hollywood? Have I ranted about how people ask me this too often? Is that yes. what this is a reference yeah, that's to? The okay. Joke, yeah. We've we've gone over it on the podcast like four times. All right. Well, the answer is Chris Messina. I don't know who that is. He's uh, Dr. Fuck. If I can get his name, I'll be pretty psyched. Uh, Chris Messina. He, uh, he's in the Mindy Project. Uh, Chris Messina, Mindy Project. Uh, what's his name? It's Dr. It starts with a doctor. Uh, what's his fucking name? This is going well. No, it's uh, shit. Uh, Mindy Project name. It's going to. What? How is this not Googleable? Christmas scene. Now I'm going to have to go to fucking IMDb. Like a, her name is Mindy Lahiri. He's uh, Danny Castellano. There it is. Bam. Didn't even need it. Uh, so, yeah, sure. So read the other one. Uh, fantastic podcast by Fix the Website 2. I don't know what that means. Uh, best podcast in New England. Unlike Barstool, these guys are literate and don't come across as complete bums. Love the show and could totally see Twitter picking it up in its featured Periscope live streams. Keep on killing it. A uh, couple of things with that. We know a lot of the Barstool guys. Mm. They're literate. They're yes. Some pretty good guys. So don't like that. And they articulate their takes better than the yeah. fucking ringer do. That's what that's yeah. a take I want to drop. Uh, Barstoolsports.com is better and more impressive than the ringer. I, I think I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. It's they're less. They're, and they're you more can say forward. Right. And like you can say that they're fucking like cavemen or whatever. They get a fucking point at across. Least, at least you know what they're getting on. They about. say something. Yeah. Uh, and shouts out ringers basketball coverage, though. Very good. Uh, second point about this review is that. Uh, weird place for us to like shoot. If we're shooting for the stars, I don't think we're landing on Periscope. Uh, Twitter's Periscope live streams. Um, 
Yes, probably not. It's a weird, weird uh, thing. But yeah. thank you for leaving in the review, and I'm glad that you like the podcast. Uh, speaking of the website, which mm. was referred to in that little person's name, yes. uh, we've had some stuff this week. Yes, uh, a great compilation. You've heard us talk uh, many times about the guy from the uh, Chainsmokers jumping off shit. Uh, a lot of people didn't believe it. So you got the proof. <laughs> you said I got uh, the proof right here. That he is that is what we like to call investigative journalism. Yes, and you got to the bottom of it. Yeah, I did. I uh, I think that people believed us. So I don't really <laughs> I know, never, I, I, I don't like, really know why do these why, why are these guys so excited about it? I don't know why I did that, but uh, it ended up me. <laughs> Becoming me watching Chainsmokers live performances on YouTube for yeah. like a day straight. And by the end of it, honestly, I got to tell you. Some good jumps. Kind of kind of <laughs> into their live performances on YouTube. Oh, yeah. They have a, they they have put a very a good fun show. show. Yeah. Um, when you were putting it together, I was driving or something. So I wasn't uh, – I texted you after you were done. I was like, yeah, sorry. I – I uh, like I've cause I, I've got some like gifs of him jumping off stuff. Some I could just go to my fucking uh, whatever it's called Giphy capture and get those videos. Could have sent them over, maybe saved you a little time. And then I was like, it's not like there aren't. It's like, like in my mind, I was like, fuck, I've got the videos of him jumping. Yeah, like there's like three <laughs> yeah, of them. And, and then, well, that well, I said to you when I came up with the idea to do the post, I was like. If there's enough source material, here's an idea. Here's an idea that I could do. Uh, and then I went on YouTube, and I was immediately responded just, was like, "LOL, remember when I thought that there might not be enough source material? Every video, it's of literally every video on uh, on YouTube is him jumping." So, do you know where that kid's from? Uh, Massachusetts, Maine. Okay, yeah, he seems like a he seems like an all right, all right guy. I don't. I forget his name. I'm and I'm. He's the Chainsmokers. Very guy. cool with that. Um, yeah. So. Uh, Here's what I'm hot and bothered about. Uh, uh, late last night, I saw Noelle Wells, friend of the podcast, uh, very friendly in her rejection to come on the podcast, uh, retweeted a story by uh, Dan Ozzy, who is from, he writes for Noisy. Um, I've liked a lot of stuff that he's written, and uh, he did, and I wrote about. Mm, and off to, off to a bad start. And... Uh, he, uh, let me find the exact phrasing of his I wrote about, because that's, I, important. I said, all right, here's where, I'm, I think I'm going to get mad at this. Uh, I wrote about Taylor Swift and how this country has no more room for her personal drama anymore. So that, that's, that's criticizing, a wrong. that's criticizing somebody for drama with the most dramatic headline that you can think about. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's wrong, first of all, because... The, uh, fucking um, look what you made me do broke every fucking streaming and YouTube and everything record ever so the whole thing about like again you can say that, that you think it's a shit song you can't act like it's not a fucking smash hit and I think right. that we, we all knew it was going to be fucking and you can't big say, regardless you can't of, say people are sick of Taylor Swift right like because they're, they're clearly not, not. Where's, where's your fucking proof <laughs> she bro? released a song and it was it dominated Twitter for like two days for four right. hours and even with a good song, it's hard to do that. So, um, so this is uh, this was his lead. Uh, Taylor Swift said nothing last year while America started to buckle under the weight of the rising political candidacy of an unhinged narcissist named Donald Trump. The wildly famous and influential singer remained silent. 
even as Trump proved himself to be in direct opposition to LGBTQ issues, feminist values, and various other causes Swift has, at least tangentially, been a supporter of, she kept quiet. The closest she came to dipping her toes in political waters was on election day when she Instagrammed a photo of herself in line at a polling station with the caption, Today is the day, get out and vote. She included the American flag emoji but failed to lean either way on the candidates. Instead, at a time when her loyal army of millions was willing to listen, she simply smiled and said absolutely nothing. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 Listen. People have uh, rights. (laughs) So as much as I want to say, like, it's your business to keep politics out of something. Totally. If you don't want to mix that in with whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. That is completely, completely your right. Also. Do you really need people to going to the fucking polling booths and changing their decision based on tw- Taylor Swift <laughs> posting something on Instagram being like hashtag Hillary? Right. Like fucking make Her your listeners own- are not allowed to vote. They're too <laughs> young. Most of them. Yes, that's a good point. But also, like, if you can't make that fucking decision on your own and you need to see what Taylor Swift is, vo- who Taylor Swift is voting for, and yeah. what Taylor Swift is voting for. Before you can make a fucking decision on your own, yeah, you probably shouldn't be voting in the first place. I, Especially when the, one of the candidates is Donald Trump. This has been written about a lot of people over the years. Like, I it reminds me of I remember in ESPN the magazine Stephen A. Smith wrote this about LeBron James early on in his career, which was like this guy has an important voice and he chooses to not use it, so he can't be a leader. Like, fuck you, dude. This guy's a basketball player. That's what he does. If he chooses businessman, yeah. If he chooses to keep his politics to himself, that's fucking fine. Like, I, I we hate Trump as much as fucking anybody in the world. I think that if you support Donald Trump in any way, no matter what, something wrong with you. But staying quiet isn't the same as supporting the person. Exactly. And this was retweeted 983 times by a lot of fucking like smart people. And this, again, I'm pretty fucking far left, but the fucking hyper left everything is a fucking problem. There's something wrong with every single person is what gets fucking crazies like donald trump elected because people see shit like this and then they just go off also uh where was this same post when the fucking biggest rapper in the world kendrick lamar didn't mention trump once on his album did any i didn't hear fucking anything about like why isn't kendrick after going after trump i i don't like the idea of not attacking donald trump being equated to this is why she's in some way supporting donald trump right just because you don't mix that in and make it public, even even if you have a strong voice. Like, I understand, like, Taylor Swift has a strong voice. If she came out against Donald Trump, it would mean a lot. Right. But you know what? She doesn't fucking have to. Right. She's not required to. Like, it has nothing to do with the release of her single. Right. And her keeping quiet, did, wasn't she off everything for, like, months anyway? Yeah. She wasn't on Twitter. She wasn't on Instagram. She just had fucking radio silence as part of this fucking buildup. That's such a fucking douchey fucking thing to write. And I'm just guessing this guy's not a big Taylor Swift fan. And because you could say this about literally there, there's anybody there, every artist who has not been outspoken yeah. against Donald Trump. Like I I know people in our fucking business who don't who stick to sports and I know they fucking hate Trump, but they don't they've chosen to just fucking because you know why? stay out of that. Because it fucking creates a lot of headaches and yeah. it creates a lot of frustration. No matter what, like uh, most smart people realize that Donald Trump sucks. Yeah. You know what? But even so, like 
I've dealt with it. You've dealt with it. You put out something like a very balanced take being like, this guy is being a fucking idiot about yeah. this. Don't support this guy. And it still creates headaches from stupid fucking ignorant people online and in different spaces. And if you want to avoid that headache, I completely understand. Yeah. And she's, she again, she has said nothing about anybody. It's right. not that she's, it's not that she's saying, I support Donald Trump. It's not that she's saying I support Hillary Clinton. I support this. I support that. She doesn't she's fucking just, say I had this for breakfast. She's staying. She's saying it. nothing about anything. So to fucking right. not say anything isn't to think about like the last time you heard Taylor Swift weigh in on something anything. that was going on. It was the honestly, it was the it was uh, the Kanye stuff. But that was when she was she directly was related to it. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, the last thing I can think about her making a statement on was uh, the like the Dear Apple thing. Do you remember that? Yep. That's, Again, directly related to her and directly related to her business. That's such a fucking dickbag, stupid, dumb, ignorant thing to write. And the, the, and the fucking push it out with the I wrote about just is the fucking icing on the cake. There is so much fucking garbage on the internet these days. So that's why I need to go to uh, listentobrunch.com slash blog. Uh, there's another way to get to it. Let's see if you guys can guess how to get there. Uh, there, There is a mystery URL. Yep. So uh, think of what... Uh, what brunch is better than. Think of what brunch is better than. What our blog is better than. And maybe, just maybe, you'll be able to get there. Make your choice. Live or die. <laughs> uh Another thing that was written about Taylor Swift this week was, did you see the theory, uh, the Jacob's Ladder theory? Uh, no. There's a Jacob's Ladder theory that Taylor Swift uh, basically, it's kind of plays off of what you wrote. It's that she basically created a very uh, jumbled and all over the place and very bizarre lofty song on purpose to basically recreate like a Jacob's Ladder scenario where she is envisioning her own death in the final moments of her life. Ooh. Uh, all I thought about that entire time was Huey Lewis in the News. Because oh, yeah? when you said Jacob's Ladder Theory, I was like, ooh, is this going to have something to do with Huey Lewis in the News? Because that's a fucking good song. Uh, as far as I'll go with the take is she did something crazy on purpose. And she did, she did something fucked on purpose. Yeah. Uh so it was it was actually proposed, I believe, by another podcast. Uh, how did this get made? Oh yeah, yeah, with uh, uh, Jason Manzukis. Oh nice. Yeah, he was the one who proposed the theory that uh, basically she made this song to uh, it's a death dream that the video is a death dream, the song is a death dream, um, and that's why it's like so bizarre. That uh, that would make sense. It makes sense in the, in the context of like old Taylor is dead too, right? But I also think that the video exists uh, much like the Shake It Off video to be like, let's come up with like nine really hot looks for Taylor and just make them all happen. I, and I really I think that she killed it in that video. In I think of, she in looked, terms of looks. She, I mean, she's just a a wonderful uh, canvas. Yeah, you know, really like is. you can like in Shake It Off when she's basically the Gap ad, you know what I'm talking about? And mm -hmm. she's just looking like all black with the short hair. Yeah. Ugh, fucking lovely. <laughs> and then like the uh, the red dress in this one, too. Uh, I don't know if I remember the red dress, but it's there, it's got like a ribbon and the ribbon is like it's like skin color. It's very tasteful. OK, 
what else do you uh what else you got? I got Anything songs. Else? Oh yeah, we have yeah. songs. It's Friday. Yeah. For uh the Houston homies, uh donate if you can. I'm gonna do a little chameleon air. Ooh. The Southern Takeover. Okay. Mm, that was a great song. Uh and for the Spanish speaking homies, a little Juanes, because uh I don't think we've had Juanes on here. I don't think so. So I'm gonna do some Adios Lapido. That is my favorite song of his. The He's just a really good guitarist, actually. The the picking is really cool. And uh, I was driving back from Maine today. Had uh, I was trying to listen to some sports radio. My guy, the sports vulture, Adam Jones, was on the midday, so I was excited to listen. But I was out of range, so I was flipping through the FM, uh, the FM uh, things, and uh, it got one of the stations it landed on was the very beginning of foreplay long time by boston and if that isn't fucking peak windows down screaming into the highway music i don't know what the fuck is i was clapping along i was fucking air guitaring along that is such a fucking good song yeah so uh that's my three i think i've told you this uh in the past but i don't think i've put it on the podcast i go to the same gym as the uh, guitarist from Boston, Tom Scholes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, you know you've told me that. Yeah, he... we've got some. We've got some interesting uh, local music ties here on brunch. <laughs> it, really, it really is true. Do you know that Ty Anderson's uncle is uh, Gary Sharon, the lead singer of Extreme? No. And for a time, the lead singer of Van Halen. No. Yeah, he's <clears throat> he's got stories about uh, just everything because the guitarist from Extreme, Nuno Betancourt. Uh, is he's like a guitar god and now he plays with uh rihanna so yeah like he he's toured with like rihanna he's toured with kesha so there's just uh i've heard a lot of like funny third and fourth hand stories that's interesting yeah uh i forgot sorry Uh, for that local music departure thank you i appreciate it uh we've been promising i feel like we've been promising to put on houndmouth for like maybe like four weeks ago, we teased it, and didn't then didn't I never... put Darlin on? I thought that maybe hmm. I don't know. I felt like I was gonna put something on, and then I didn't end up doing it. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna put on my cousin Greg. Nice, that's a real, that's good, a really good song. Song. Uh, He's a real God. big son of a bitch. <laughs> he really is. Leon, little neon limelight is so good and yeah i cannot wait for the next one time. of my favorite live music experiences uh was the with my tent. pal pete in that little tent that was so fucking cool so this is gonna be a story we've also told a thousand times mm-hmm. but while we were in the hotel room before i think day two of Lollapalooza, and they had tweet like Lollapalooza tweeted like folks don't like don't don't forget to stop by like this little tent to see Houndmouth or something at whatever time and we knew they were playing later and we were like what the fuck so we just went to the little tent and there were not a lot of people there. None, it got they. Basically. What did they play? They played. Uh, they played. Uh, what? It's not black and gold, but uh, uh, there's a no no no. Don't you shed a tear? There's a that's black gold. Black gold. Black yeah. gold. Yeah, yeah. So not black and gold. Um, so they played black gold. Um, uh, something else in Sedona. So they just played three songs. Got in. Got out. And the last song they played was Sedona. And it was the the tent was fucking packed by the end of that. And uh, I got a little video. Uh, that's like my favorite video I've ever taken. It was we were just in the front row watching Houndmouth go fucking crazy playing that song to like nobody. <laughs> and it's on my Instagram. It's it was so fucking cool. 
and then we were actually in the video uh, that they, like, oh, right. they did like a it was like a little sound soundstage thing and they filmed it for yeah. some website I forget what which yeah. it was like spin or something and they did like a nice little live performance video and there we are standing yeah in the, right in the front we uh, were uh, we were pretty famous at Lollapalooza from videos uh, one of my friends was getting into Moo because oh, I had yes. pushed I had pushed Moo on her so many fucking times so she. Uh, so I, I was I sent her like a link to a bunch of things. So like I sent her some Spotify shit and then some YouTube videos because I remembered uh, her performance at uh, El final song when the audio was cutting out was really really cool. So I just like Googled a video of that, sent it to her, and she was like, "Did you know the people who took this because you're just standing right in front of them <laughs> and like you're like dancing at Pete?" <laughs> I was like, "Okay, uh, that sounds about right." I've been distracted by Twitter because. Uh, uh, Annie Clark, St. Vincent. She's so pretty. She just popped up into my uh, Twitter feed. Oh, Do you yeah. like St. Vincent? Yes. Yeah, she yeah. rules. How, how have we never talked about her? Uh, I'm going to add, uh, You, I think you have, have shared a doctor dog takes with me. Yeah. You like them. Yes. And you just don't know where they went. Where they been, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know either, but I love the song Nelly by Dr. Dog. Oh, so yeah. I'm add that. And then... Uh, I've been playing a shitload of Grand Theft Auto this week. That is so... Dude, that's... fuck. I feel like we've just been apart from each other this week for some reason, which is weird because we've been seeing each other as little as we usually do. Yeah. But I, I feel like maybe just because like I'm off, I feel that like we should be fucking... There's a distance. Like, yeah, you know? Uh, yeah, so I've just been playing a lot of video games, and I think that's where... I think that, that probably st- is where my... Uh, bad feelings about unemployment come from is that now i've just now you're like, a fucking gamer i've i've steered into the skid and have just, just played video games all day <laughs> yeah um so i've been playing a shitload of grand theft auto nobody said that steering into the skid was good i just no, said no. J- just do it <laughs> right uh so one of the best songs on the grand theft auto soundtrack which it's amazing which is it a recent grand theft auto uh, it's like two years, probably two or three years at this point. Oh yeah, that, so that's super recent then. I, uh, like anything past Vice City. Oh yeah, no, this is like the newest one. It's really good, and they keep updating it. So like that's a that's a cool move on the video game. And they keep letting you part. kill people, huh? Yeah, they, oh, yeah. they never take that. No, they never take that like away. Like in they, Madden, eventually they took out. They're like, oh, you know what? You can't play Champ Bailey at quarterback. Right. But like, Grand yeah. Theft Auto was like, yeah, they, they slowly like, keep take away people. things. Yeah. No, Grand Theft Auto just keeps adding stuff. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So now there's like a million different things you can do. Didn't uh, you, they like if you like pulled a woman out of the car, they had like a, like special things they would say to women versus oh, if yeah. they were to a guy. Oh, Hey, you, you fucking woman. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, there's incredible depth almost to a fault with yeah. <laughs> Daft Auto. Uh, but no, like, they keep, they, like, add cars now. They add, mm. like, missions and stuff. So the game never gets old. <laughs> but uh, one, they also update the soundtrack. So, like, Run the Jewels has, like, stuff added to that it. That is very appropriate for Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah. Especially when, the, when well, you got heat on you. But here's the thing with Grand Theft Auto is that they have radio stations. Like, Ooh, all different kinds yeah. of radio stations. So you get every type of music. But... Uh, one of my favorite songs on the Grand Theft Auto soundtrack that was there from the very beginning is Glamorous by Fergie. That is a great song. That the Flossy Flossy. Yes. Yeah. That song rules. So uh, I've heard that a lot. I get very excited whenever I hear it come on the uh, on the old radio station mm-hmm. uh, in Los Santos. So I'm going to add that song. That's, uh, yeah, Glamorous is great. That reminds me of, there, there was a guy who's a Canadian comedian named uh, Cute with Chris. Okay. And he used to just read lyrics to songs, and that would just be his video. He would read lyrics to songs like fucking uh, Brian Williams, 
So really? yeah. So uh, his big hit was um, was buy you a drink. Okay. And it was like, uh, baby, what is your name? I am T Pain. You know me. <laughs> and uh, he did. Uh, he did glamorous. Was one of them. Okay. And uh, the way he said uh, the flossy flossy was really funny. So check out that guy. Probably has like thirteen thousand hits or something like that. Just really old. Not relevant at all, but check that out. Uh, are those your three? Those are my three. Nice. Uh, can you tell that uh, I'm preoccupied today? I feel like I feel like to an extent you're always preoccupied. Yeah. There's a million times. But a lot of times, the- like when I'm on brunch, I'm preoccupied by like even future brunch. <laughs> like I'm still <laughs> thinking about brunch, but I. If you're not preoccupied, if you if you're not thinking about what's next, then you're not living in what's real. DJ Bean. <laughs> Michael Scott. 